Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. Okay, ready. Um, the formula that I use for elevator pitches is who you help in terms of a very specific micro uh, target of either an industry or interest group. So could you pick uh, a sub industry to a micro business that you'd like to double your business in? It could be, uh, you know, videographers or it could be realtors. I mean, I don't know. No, if I had to pick a sub industry, I would pick professional services. Okay, but uh, so is there like an association of professional services? Because that's again broad. Could you like would that be coaches or speakers or consultants? What that what would that be? No, if I were to focus anywhere, and this is just because I'm like such a marketer, I would focus on the web designers if I had to pick one profession, because all of my people go to web designers to solve their problem when they need me. And the web designers know that. Got it. Okay. So once so, I teach, so if I teach the web designers, two things happen. One, they know that all the people coming to them need me and they send them my way first, right? Because when right. someone comes to a web designer and they don't even have, they don't have their marketing together at all. Like I need a website and web designers like, okay. And they're like, you, you don't even know who you are. You don't have your brand. You don't have a sales follow up. You have nothing. Go to SD. Right. And I get my best referrals from there. But also once I teach web designers and even graphic designers marketing strategy, I now change the world. Because once they know how to do marketing properly with all three pieces stitched together, now those business owners aren't wasting money on marketing anymore. Okay, so what is the most expensive problem you're solving for web designers? Hmm. Is it that their clients take too long because they don't have the- Their clients give them such a runaround and then complain that the websites don't work. Okay, so are they losing or is it that the, the clients are asking for their money back or are they Not losing? Usually it takes forever, right? So they never stick to timelines because they don't know what they want to need. Mm -hmm. So the timelines are too long, which loses them money in some way, right? Totally. But let's try to quantify that. So, I mean, I'm going to make up and, and the one of the ways that we can sex up your elevator pitch is through statistics of you know, the pain, because mm -hmm. first of all, 70% buy based on pain. So you want to leverage that you yes. want to base we'll do on much pain. more to avoid pain than we will to pursue pleasure. I had an oral okay. recently. And as much as I like food and I do like food, I didn't eat for a week, even when I was allowed to, because it hurt too much to chew. I was like, this is just not worth it. We're going to go full liquid. Yes. I'm hungry. Yes. I like cookies, but it's not worth it. Exactly. Exactly. So if the timelines are, uh, elongated what money are they losing are they losing new potential clients new that are potential clients and often um especially for like a web design agency or as they get bigger um, very often the projects go well beyond the scope and so they're actually losing money sometimes on on web projects really all marketing agencies oh, can I, I see it's very i'm so bad at super niching because I know what I do helps all of them, right? But like every marketing agency has these problems. We actually had 
not an agency piece of our company, but a whole full creative department, which we shut down. Part of version 4.0 is we shut down our, our creative department. Uh, we were doing logos and branding and websites for people. When I started 10 years ago, very few people were doing that in the micro business space. Now tons of people are, and that's not my super specialty. My super specialty is strategy. So for scaling, we closed it down. But not only have I had dozens of clients who are marketing agencies, but I myself ran the equivalent of one for seven years. Um, so I know all the pain points in there. And what happens a lot is, again, they go well beyond scope because the agency doesn't necessarily, the agency is missing so much information. The client's missing all the information. They just want results. Um, and I'm not talking, I'm talking more about, I guess I would call them more branding agencies, right? Because the promotional agencies, it's different, but those are differently built contracts. More of a branding agency, which is similar to a web designer. It's like web designer plus graphic designer in one. Um, the business comes to the branding agency expecting sales results. You're going to make me this thing. You're going to make me this logo. You're going to make me this website and this brochure, and then I'm going to earn a bunch of money. And that's not true. That's only true if you've got your BMS aligned up, right? Your branding, marketing, and sales. If you don't, A, the branding agency doesn't even know what to do with you, right? A lot of them, web designers and even graphic designers, they have not studied marketing strategy. They've studied design. <laughs> They've studied coding, UI, UX. This is not their forte. Um, the one that loses out is the client, but the designers lose out because I'm just, I'm thinking this through in real time. Um, projects go well over timelines and well beyond scope. And if those, if they have more people working on it, that means they're paying staff or they're paying extra freelancers or whatever to do more work on a project that they quoted at a, a lower price. And so they're losing money. They're losing time. They don't have bands taking other clients. They're losing reputation because they're not meeting deadlines and then people are mad at them. Um, when I work with branding agencies and design companies, we always do systems and operational work, right? We work on contracts. Uh, we're actually, it's so funny that we're having this conversation. Two days ago, I sat with a colleague and we were talking about building out a giveaway for web designers and graphic designers on um, contracts, right? It take, takes about 10 years to get your contract right. I'm doing this 12 years. Um, I can't get their contract right overnight, but I could shortcut them like a good eight, nine years because I know all the pieces they're missing that they're only going to discover over the next decade of working. So just the basic systems, operations, pricing, packages, tiers, like we teach all of it. I get very excited on my soapbox. Um, so yeah. I think I got it, SD. I think I got, I got the pain point. Now you have to do the research to figure out what is the most uh, painful and prevalent one, whether it's reputation, whether it's uh, scope creep, or it's a uh, loss of clients due to um, timelines or over. I don't even have to do the research. I literally speak to these people every day. It's scope creep because as they're doing it, then the client's like, oh my God, you know, I just had this great idea. I think we should add this to it. Didn't we say we wanted a gallery in there? No, no. And gallery is going to cost you a bunch more. It's going to take us long. No, I just want pictures. Can you just make a page where I could put pictures? I could do it myself, right? I'll just have, you know, I was speaking to this person at a networking event the other day and they said they could do it. So why don't you finish my site and then I'll have them. I got it. Okay. So here's what I would do as your elevator pitch. Um, did you know that three out of four web designers lose 25% of their revenue because of scope creep? What we do is X, whatever you do, teach them how to align their brand message, whatever, uh, so that we can, so that you can, you never 
uh, lose another hour, just go creep again. So I just made that up and I made up the stats, but you can fill those in, but that's super niching. I just super niched you. I love it. I love it. I love it. And if I were to translate that, so now I'm going to put my spin on it because mm -hmm. I, I am a generalist. It's part of what makes me unique in my marketplace um, and in the world. And so if I were to take this formula, right, I would say something like, did you know that three out of four small business owners lose $7,000 on average a year in wasted marketing costs because they haven't aligned their branding, marketing, and sales? I guarantee you'll never waste money on marketing again once you learn this. Or no, I missed the bottom. Um, we help micro business owners align their branding, marketing, and sales so that you never waste money on marketing again. <laughs> so Esti, do I have your permission to <laughs> polish? Permission to polish. The, the only thing that I have with that is the vagueness of the BMS message because a, an, like a regular Joe business owner is not going to have a clue what the hell you're talking about. They're not going to know why their marketing is being wasting $7,000. $7,000 doesn't seem like a lot of money to me anyway. Um, so, so my business owner who's earning 20 to 40 a year, it is. So that's your target. Wow. How do yeah. you make money? Them? I guess you're, uh, I'll you, show you the business model. Um, yeah. No. So this program is targeting Yeah. They're not, again, this is not the piece that targets the high ticket clients. This is, Good, yeah. this is micro business owners. I want these people to earn and profit six figures. That is what I show them. Yeah. I mean, I would feel better if you would put a percentage rather than the actual dollar, because then huh. you know, 7,000 really may not, or maybe, or totally whatever. made that number up anyways. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So then, and then um, to further refine it, maybe could you talk about an, an actual, uh, so the actual problem we talked about is the waste of money. If you could get more specific. Ah, your average, okay. Three out of four small business owners waste 30% of their profits on waste, on trying to build, on building the wrong logo, wrong website, and improper social media advertising. Ooh, that's too much. Okay, so one was artwork, right? I, I, so I want you to pick one very, like the most common and most expensive problem out of whether it's social media, whether it's logo. It's social media because they don't understand it. And Perfect. they typically either waste time and energy and it's just annoying and it doesn't work or they hire people and it doesn't work. Great. So then, uh, and I would even go further to say, you know, uh, which, which one you want? Is it the ones that are already spending and they're not getting it? So then your messaging would be, th uh, um, three out of four small business owners never get any return from their social media, uh, investment. And what we do is we teach you to, to blah, 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 and get more specific about what you teach them so that you, you never have a wasted social media dollar again. And to me, that really hits the stride because now you're, you're speaking my language. You're not talking about acronyms I don't understand. It's not too highfalutin, you know what I mean? 
It's yeah, but I don't teach only social media. So here's how this is where it gets stuck, right? I teach them everything. I totally get it, but you need a hook. Correct. You say you can't like the brain cannot comprehend a generalist because what it cannot it the brain automatically sorts you into buckets. Right. Okay. My typical hook is clarity and confidence. So then, then I would focus on the pain point. If I were going to do this, so for the set, we have a seven day marketing success challenge and the hook is the clarity and confidence to market yourself successfully. So if we were to do that, it would be the average freelancer, right? Or, or small business owner um, loses 40% of their potential profits every year by lacking the confidence to charge what their services are really worth. Okay, and that's a whole other specialty, SD, because that is so different than what you started talking about, which is scope creep. Then you started talking about uh, social media. Then you now you're talking about like some sort of coaching to get me. What to if get what I teach covers and solves all of it? How do you fix that? You still sell it, but you the entry point is the most salient, the the most bleeding, top of mind biggest, biggest, what they think is the biggest problem. So maybe they think it's social media and that's your entry point. And then you cross sell them everything else once they get in there. Like my entry point is elevator pitch. And my super niche is um, uh, procurement conferences. So uh, diverse businesses put on matchmaking with uh, WBEs, which are like women business enterprises and uh, minority business owners. So these are like specialty businesses that are certain percent owned and certified. That's my super niche. I have been speaking at all their conferences for years. And what they have is ginormous matchmaking, like thousands of people. It used to be in person. Now it's online. And their number one problem is they can't do an elevator pitch that lands them a meeting. And that's why I became an elevator pitch coach. And I help um, WBEs and MBEs get a meeting with corporate buyers and so and then once they they say chala we need you to fix our elevator pitch well guess what we need to work on their entire strategy and business and and like now i'm into trying to help uh, a business change their operations to match their repositioning which matches the need in the market so that's your entry point your entry point is the hook Generic does not enter, does not compute because confused minds don't buy, and 86% of buyers can't tell the difference between two suppliers. Understood. But it's a mind shift. I totally get it. And you could, the, the good news is once you, one, you don't have to make the decision on your own of what the super niche is. You ask the market, and if everybody you're talking to in your you know, industry that you're targeting is saying uh, scope creep, then you know exactly what your messaging has to be to get in. Then your uh, direct contact message on LinkedIn is, you know, we have a video that can show you how to resolve uh, scope creep, which is hurting you, which is taking a quarter of your business away every year, right. Mr. Web Designer, would you be interested? And then they click on it on the link, then there's a call to action to meet with you and, and so on. And then you can cross sell the, hey, did you know it's because you're missing confidence, you're missing clarity, you're missing a, you know, actual message. So like you cross sell everything else. 
I hear it. I di I'm, I've digested all of it, but I'm gonna push back just a teeny bit because I feel like I've been there, right? I'm doing this for a really long time. Guys, you're still lucky you get to listen to a live coaching session, watch me get coached. I get schooled today. Um, serves me right. I usually do it the other direction. But like I said, I'm willing to play. So part of the pain, okay, I'm gonna roll with this. It isn't one specific group though. It really isn't. Right. So you, you can do, you can do either, right? You can have the kind of super niching that you don't, you choose not to focus on one group. Then okay. it's longer to penetrate them because industry and I'm already there. You're already where? I already have a, a, a reasonable market penetration in, okay. in certain circles. Okay. So, I mean, we're only talking with a client if they want growth. Fair. Right? If you are already there, you've penetrated and you've saturated that market, then this would only apply to if you wanted incremental sales from another target. So don't change anything. But if we want to grow in the same way in a new market. In the same way, meaning that you want to be a generalist the in the same generalist, correct. Meaning the idea is when you need a marketing strategy, that has been the hook. That is what people send people to us for. So you don't know who you are. You don't know how to make this whole thing work. Go to SD. Right. So it, so you would just have to get their language around, like, what is it? What does that look like? Is it that they don't know who they're targeting? They don't know what their message is. They don't know who their, what their USP is. So then you would get the, the, I got it. Around. I got it. I got it. <laughs> it's your marketing hire. That's the pain point. Okay. If they hire everyone, by the time they're trying to come to me, they've either hired wrong or in the process of trying to figure out how to hire right and they don't want to lose money on it. They're trying to make a marketing hire, whether it's a larger company who's trying to hire a marketing manager or who's suffering from an improperly placed or improperly um, trained marketing manager of some sort. And again, this is their only market. It's not like a, a giant corporation like you have worked for, or they're just a micro business or a freelancer who's trying to hire a designer or a social media expert. They're trying to hire someone to help them with what they call their marketing. They haven't differentiated branding, marketing, sales. They're trying to hire a person to help them with marketing because they don't understand it. Okay. And that's what you help? That is the most expensive pain point that we solve. Okay. When they don't understand this, they hire wrong, they flush money down the toilet. Yeah. They're not usually doing it themselves. It also pinpoints the audience perfectly because they're already ready to hire. They're already ready to spend. They've already got something, right? My avatar is not, I don't start with people from zero. Typically I start with people once they're already operational, they've been dabbling, they've been trying, they've been freelancing, they've been playing with this, right? They're in the gig economy. They've got a gig. They want to make it real. That's why they're going to hire someone to help them with their marketing, but because they don't understand marketing and the people they hire are typically one of the Megs. And I always say, you cannot hire the Megs unless you have a proper strategy and you get it right. The Megs are the morons, right? So 
They sound too good to be true. They usually are. And I don't talk about the malicious morons. Let's talk about the well-meaning ones, right? They just don't know. They don't even know what they don't know. They took some course that said, study Google Maps and create people listings and you're a marketer now. And you're like, yeah, I'm a marketer. I'm gonna make you famous on Google Maps. You know, so like, those are the morons. Um, then you've got the experts in industry. And so these are people who do marketing for photographers, marketing for um, chiropractors, marketing for accountants. Typically a former chiropractor, photographer, accountant themselves crack the marketing code. They've got this down pat and they're going to lead you down that path to success. They've got amazing testimonial people who took their program and succeeded beyond their wildest dreams. Because if you are just like them with the same assets, personality, experience, audience, you're good. They figured out a specific path. They don't know. They don't know either. They're not marketers, no marketers. And then you have the G's, the genius tacticians. So most genius tacticians just know one tactic. They don't know general strategy. They don't take you beyond SEO or Instagram marketing or direct sales or whatever their super specialty is. And so if all of your branding, marketing, and sales is aligned and you understand your strategy, you're okay. But otherwise, if you hire one of the megs, you're toast. You flushed mm -hmm. all your money down and they're going to tell you it's your fault because they've been successful with other people. They don't know why you aren't successful and neither do you. So you just got to make sure that the, your, your target actually knows that that's the problem and that that is the known problem, that that's not the underlying problem that you recognize. It's but, their fear. Yeah. So, yeah. So they They're have to be already afraid. They've either already lost money hiring someone to help them with their marketing and they've been burnt or they've heard horror stories or they don't have that much cash to waste and they are concerned to hire wrong. Okay, so they have to be actively seeking for help around this problem. That's the clicker, right? Mm -hmm. That's they have yeah. to be. Actively. My ideal avatar is is actively seeking marketing help. That's correct. They want to grow. They know marketing is the answer to their growth. They know they can't do it by themselves, and they're out there looking. And they have, they either don't know yet, or they think they figured out the thing they're going to do. Right. So they're going to hire an Instagram expert. They're going to hire a LinkedIn coach. They're going to hire a SEO person. Like, these are always my people. They just need a graphic designer to make them flyers. They're hiring someone to help their marketing. This is when they are in perfect position for me to help them because they don't know what they don't know. Neither do the people they're going to hire. And once they work with me, they, they do. Like, it just works. Great. Well, there you have it. I love it. So then how do we, so we do this formula. I, I feel like there's a formula here. It's like number like insert number, insert avatar, um, like number of these people lose X dollars or percent by making Y mistake. We help correct it in this way for W result. Is that kind of it? It's, it's actually simpler. It's who plus pain plus how plus results, who you help with what pain, how you help them and what results do they get? This is a little bit how we teach mission statement, which is who, what, and why, that this is deeper. This is very cute. I like this a lot. I didn't mean to say cute. That sounded demeaning. That wasn't what I meant. I meant to say cool. The word cute came out, but it wasn't meant okay. to say cute. I like I'm going to be turning 52. I'll take cute any day of the week. <laughs> I'll take it any day of the week. Plus how we help plus the result we deliver. Very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, I love marketers, Esty. 
I think they get it and they totally like, we need so many marketers. We need more marketers. We I need more it. competent marketers. We need more marketers who understand marketing strategy. Meaning when you and I are talking, we know all the pieces, right? But there are a lot of people out there who are Megs. They don't know all the pieces and they sell solutions that only work for some and not others. And neither party knows why it fails. Mm. And that makes me crazy. I know. So I know. I feel more educated, competent marketers. That I agree with. Yeah, you're right. And there are so many, but but hopefully I'm you and I will teach the ones that are like allegedly the Megs because they they know something about something. So and that, as long as they position themselves that way, I'm fine with it. I don't need them to change what they do at all. I need them to recognize who they can help, who they can't. Keep being a genius video marketer but make sure your client has a marketing strategy that video marketing is appropriate for and that they have a lead in and a, a pathway out. Like make sure that you're part of a whole system. Otherwise you're a cog in a wheel when there's no wheel, you're just a cog. Yeah, yeah. I, I often talk about how you would never build a house without an architectural drawing and you wouldn't ask your painter to draw the blueprint. Exactly. But businesses are doing that all the time. All the time. That is this. This is my piece. This is what makes me crazy. All, like I just, I can't stand waste. Like I grew up like this. I don't like waste. Like I will put everything in giveaway. I remember my ex was like, those pants are garbage. They have holes. And like, no, if I give them to Goodwill, they will use them for stuffing for pillows and some, I don't know where, like they're not, they don't need to fill up a landfill. Okay. They can be repurposed. They can be used. Why would you waste something that can be used? So I get, I get very mad. I know I get, I get just as passionate and I teach about that. And the, the and wasted dreams are the worst. Sorry. I interrupted you. What? I said, wasted dreams are the worst. When you have a dream, when you have a passion and then you spend you know, your last little bit of money, energy, and hope on someone who fails you. Like I get these people sometimes like demoralized on their last, like I'd rather help them before they're on their last little bit of hope and faith left. Um, and we turn them around, right? We do. But I'm like, you could have come to me three years ago before you were like curled up in fetal position. <laughs> like we could have done then. Exactly. Yeah. I think you have so much to offer and you know, you're already doing what you're doing. You've all, you've done like so well. Um, but it's just one other way to do it. Not like everyone doesn't have to be the same way and not every way works all the time for everyone, but it's just one way that I've found that has worked for me and my clients. And so, you know, I usually put it on the table for people who are already crushing it. And if they want to generate extra income and revenue and try something new, that's great. But if you're already doing amazing, like, You've already established yourself the way you no, have. we're expanding. I love this. I love this. And I think that the marketing hire is the most expensive pain point because right. they are expensive. Yeah, they are any hires, but marketing hire, it's because they're going to spend money. <laughs> right. And also right. you're expecting like well, the way I teach it, you, that marketing hire should be earning you three to 10 times their salary. And if they're not, they're not a valid expense. Mm. Right. This is not like your accountant saves you money on your taxes. Your lawyer saves you, you know, it's like insurance, right? I pay it because I might need it, but your marketing hires are not insurance. Your marketing hires are made to be ATM machines. Every dollar you give it is supposed to spit out 10. That's so like, great. yeah, 
Okay. That's amazing. That's great. Copies right there. What, you just what? blurred out your whole oh, my copy. ATM machine. We have it on our pages. I use it all the time. I love, I love because it. people say to me, SD, like, well, how much my marketing budget be? I say, well, let's see. I'm your marketing budget. If every time you hand me a dollar, I hand you a 10, then you try it again. You hand me a dollar, I hand you a 10. You hand me a dollar, I hand you a 10. Do you have a marketing budget? How many dollars are you going to hand me? I would expect an infinite amount of dollars, right? So we work with a percentage-based marketing budget, but not a dollar marketing budget because marketing is meant to hand you back more money than you spend when you do it right. And time and energy the same. I feel say, well, I'm just going to spend time in it. Great. What's your time worth? I don't know. Well, let's figure it out. Very clever. I love it. I love talking to smart people. It makes me feel better. <laughs> I'm giving you hope and humanity today. I'm so glad. <laughs> In the least expected places. I'm kidding. Uh, I usually get to ask my my guests what their current business struggle is, but we might have to leave that for another time. Oh God, no! I'll tell you. I'm looking for more staff. I like in terms of my because ah. um, I have hit on some amazing amazing talent in offshore, like Kenya and and yeah. uh, Philippines, but scaling them their teams is is proving to be a challenge because these are developing countries these are you know it's hit and miss with the language so that's my challenge Esty. all right well i i actually can i can sell i can solve that for you (laughs) all right introduce me i think we're gonna have to do it to be continued shala tell everyone where they can find you everyone's gonna have to hold their bated breath to know how we solve the staffing challenge well i mean if what we did with SD uh, resounds with you and you need a marketing brain like mine to sort of get you to a, um, a super niche. You could reach out to me on, uh, I'll give you a link. It's called uh, repositioner.com slash schedule. And you could schedule a call uh, if you want to talk about what looking, what it looks like to work with me. And I also want to give you a, a link for my book called Gentle Marketing. And it's uh, repositioner.com slash book. And that's an e-copy of what's sold on Amazon. That is so nice. Guys, we'll put those links in the show notes at sdran.com slash the dash podcast. Why there's a dash, don't ask. It's a tech issue. Um, And on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and everywhere else that you consume your podcasts. Um, Chola, this was great. And surprise. Um, I didn't warn you. I like to ask my guests at the end for a quote. does not have to be your favorite one of all time, but it oh, can. I have one. Oh, I have one. I, I use this one all the time. The shorter time it takes to describe what you do, the more money you make. Ooh. I'm writing that down. The shorter yeah. time it takes to describe what you do, the more money you make. This reminds me, I think it's an Einstein quote, which is that if you can't say it um, succinctly, you don't really understand it. So to me, that's almost like an expert positioning, right? The shorter time it takes to say what you do, the more money you make, because the more you know what you do, the easier you can explain it, and the more you own it. Exactly. It's not like, and a this, and a that, and then, and then, and this, because you feel like like you, you're like working so hard to explain it. I'm like, oh my God. Right? I love it. I love it. I love how the quote always encapsulates the whole show. Guys. Thank you for joining. If you know anyone else who wants to hear me get schooled, go ahead and share today's episode. I wouldn't say it was schooling. I thought it was like sharing. No, I I'm joking. I loved it. I have a whole page of notes. I have a full page of notes and I'm totally going to use this. I, I love learning and growing. If I thought I knew everything, like what fun would life be? No way. Um, share the love. 
and we will catch you next week. Shala, thank you so much. Thank you. This was fun. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours? <laughs>